Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, comedian here in sunny Los Angeles, California. It's been a hot one. And (laughs) this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never ask me for it. I am joined by my guest, as always, Dana Bomar. Hi, Dana. Hi. How are you? As always, great. Great. Uh, Today we have something that is a little controversial on this show and something that I personally am pretty against. Uh Uh-huh. What is it? Solicited advice. You're really against solicited advice? There's nothing I hate more than a listener of this show (laughs) sending in some advice so that we can do a show on it. Drives me crazy. I hope it never happens again. But, I mean, let's read it and get into it. But we got it here, so what are you going to do? I mean, you can't ignore it. No. Legally, I have to take this advice, (laughs) but I'm upset about it. You know there are things that you legally have to do when you're upset. Like what? Uh, Jury duty? Sure. We could say jury duty if that's what you want to do. I was going to say, you know, like when there's like a red arrow on a left, but nobody's there. You just take a left. You just go through. I actually often do, but really? if there's nobody there, I, you've seen me, I'll run red lights if nobody's there. <laughs> Very dangerous. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, here we go. Hi, Jake. Wanted to let you know that I've been catching up on your podcast, really enjoying it, blah, blah, blah. Also, you got me to watch The Greatest Showman, and you're right, it is The Greatest Show. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. There was a podcast where I believe I sang the song The Greatest Show quite a bit. This is the greatest show. I think I did that a lot. Um, And you're right. It's the greatest show next to unsolicited advice. I have a solicited advice if you're interested. Not interested, but legally I have to handle this. Okay. I don't like scary movies or rides. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe I suffered from some some sort of deeply repressed trauma as a kid near a carnival ride. Maybe it reminds me of my parents' tumultuous relationship before their divorce. Maybe I was just raised in an erotic, caution-before-wonder kind of way. Whatever the reason is, I'm not a thrill-sinker. (laughs) Thrill-sinker? Thrill-singer about the greatest show. Uh, Whatever the reason, I'm not a thrill-seeker, but my girlfriend is. The divide between us has been tested a bit throughout our relationship. I've winced and closed my eyes through enough points in excruciatingly violent movies that I'm now past the point of... Yeah, interesting, right? That's intense. I'm now past the point of, well, watch one movie for me, one movie for you with them. I know my limits, and I can only be flexible up to a point where a movie is making me physically uncomfortable. Similarly... I've ridden shoddily put together carnival rides that made me gaze upon the pale face of death. Whoa! (laughs) And walk away (laughs) with my entire night ruined. Wow. It's funny in the way that bringing a PTSD sufferer to a fireworks show is funny. There's a brief comical moment of misfortune, then things get very real and dark. This is interesting. Wow, this is really intense. The something I find interesting about it, I can't relate to the fear. Of it, I'll say with horror movies, I don't watch a ton of them. I don't love to be scared. That's not one of my favorite feelings. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. I feel like I, in my head, don't like horror movies. However, every horror movie I'm, I watch with someone else who's excited about watching it, 
I actually end up really enjoying it. So I don't know what that means. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm a horror movie fan, but every horror movie I think I've ever seen, I've really enjoyed. Well, do you seek it out? No. Yeah. But. So you don't have an, you don't have I an. I like inst- it. Right. Like I don't, I don't have this violent physical reaction to things like that. I think like, oh God, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then halfway through, I'm really in it. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Bowling. Yeah. Yeah. It's like never my idea. Yeah. But when I go, I'm like, that was fun. Yeah. And but For I'm never me, like, I need to get a ball and I need no. to get my own ball bag and I guess I feel the same way that I am like, bowling, that seems casual. And then I'm one bowl in and I'm trying to win. Yeah. I have I mean, <laughs> I think it's a lot like bowling. Yes. The uh, something I do relate to is I don't do well on rides, mm-hmm. but it's a motion sickness thing. It's not really a fear or, or like it's triggering some sort of PTSD. It's just triggering me feeling shitty. I wonder if this person has that too and they don't realize that it's actually a physical thing, but they're relating it to something emotional? Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll I find don't know. out. Yeah. Um, I've made all this clear in the past, and yet I found myself again in the same situation again recently. I think I read the word again twice and it wasn't there. I brought her to a park of thrill rides because I know compromise is a big part of any relationship. And I even swallowed my discomfort and came along with her on several of the rides. In the end, we came to one that I was in no way comfortable with. I made this as clear as I could, but my girlfriend insisted I'd be fine. She argued that I couldn't let her take the ride by herself and dragged me on. Ooh, this is a scary moment. Even if you're fine with a lot of rides... The, when you see the ride you don't want to go on, mm-hmm. this is a scary moment, I yeah. would say. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know what to say about it other than maybe they're not making... This person thinks they're making it very clear that they're very uncomfortable. However, they're bringing yeah, them, them to, the, to theme park. the theme park. Yeah, so it feels like mixed messages. It feels like it is. you that this person wants the push... To go like they're afraid, but they need the reassurance because if they were truly terrified, they would never put themselves in this situation, right? Like I could see being this person's girlfriend and being confused, right? Yeah. Could you imagine if you bought tickets to like a horror movie for us and then right before we go in, you're like, I don't think I can do this. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be confused. I would think you would just want me to, you know what I mean? Like push you a little to go. Yeah. This is, right? a, this is a confusing situation, but I also, cause we're not there to see the dynamic of the couple, but clearly this dude gives in a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Even if he thinks he's making it clear, yeah, uh, he gives in a lot. So, well, right. So, it's I'm like wondering, how yeah, serious could the girlfriend take it? Right. right. I'm if wondering you if you caves. if you asked her how uncomfortable she was with it, if she would know. Right. You know, because he says one thing, but then he does something else. So, I would imagine I would, and this per- his girlfriend probably would. Um, go with the actions more than the words, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't know. That's what I would do. Yeah, I think so. So I think right up top, my advice would be 
to start, your actions and your words need to match. If it's very uncomfortable, then you can't be doing and buying the tickets and going to the, to the theme park or whatever. It needs to be a total no for you. And that's something that she needs to experience with friends. You know, like that's not a part that you go to. Because she, he said she's a thrill seeker, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And he's trying and he tried. Yeah, right? his girlfriend is a thrill seeker. Yeah. Yes. And maybe that's just not something that they do together. And that's okay. I feel like that's okay. Yeah, I, I it's absolutely okay. There, there are going to be things that are just not for both people. I do think... Uh, you you want to make some compromises. So if you don't really like something, but it really doesn't cause you any discomfort, I just yeah. say go along with it. Right. That's, uh, I mean, that's kind of with anything. Like, oh, we got to go to my friend's thing. And you're like, eh, I guess. All right, I'll go to your friend's thing or whatever. Uh, if If you're really not against it, there are things you will do for the person you're with. Yeah. Yeah. But... If it makes you really uncomfortable, I think, yeah, it's it's weird to even put yourself in that position. Yes. Yeah, it's such a mixed message. Okay. I think that's the part that I f- see immediately mm-hmm. is the words and a- the actions don't match up. Right. Uh, here's the PTSD moment. The ride was a classic strap you in and drop you device with one twist. You're in a dark room. And a platform opens up beneath you. I mean, it sounds very scary. Sounds fun. <laughs> I became very convinced that my leg was going to get snagged on the platform when we dropped off and snapped like a twig. And it was all I could think about even after the ride was over. I exited the ride through the gift shop, very terrified and in my own head, but with both of my legs intact. Not a great moment for me, but all's well that ends well, right? Hmm. Wrong. This was one of those photos. Sorry, this was one of those fucking rides where they flash a photo of you at the moment of peak fear. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, person. I love the term moment of peak fear. That's great. That's Uh, a great way to look at that. (laughs) My girlfriend found the moment in the gift shop and snapped a photo of it on her phone. She showed it to me and a Buzzing bees nest in my head descended on her. A buzzing bees nest in my head. I don't know what that means. This person is a creative person. Yes. This is good well, writing. Well, look, they're creative that they were thinking about what could happen to their leg before the ride even yeah. started. They're, they've got a great imagination. Yeah. I mean, if anything, start your novel. Or horror film you think this is more of a screenwriter yeah they're very Here, visual. but here's my thought they're they are very, very visual yeah but here's what you want to do uh-huh. write a best-selling novel adapt that <laughs> into a screenplay my okay? thought is because people person- want people want ip that's already out there so if you go oh i've got this script it's this horror thing they go yeah we got a thousand horror scripts but you go no 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 it's a best-selling novel already. They go, I mean, uh, I'm listening. Look, if you can get a best-selling novel, do it. But my thought is this person has a lot of fears and a lot of anxieties and a wild imagination that goes 
way beyond, I think most people, I don't know, if you're, if I'm standing in a ride and I'm just afraid, my thought is, I'm just afraid of the drop moment. I'm not thinking about my leg getting decapitated or what, whatever he was talking about, like mm-hmm. seared off by the thing, pulling, whatever. I think this could be fun to really play into all of these fears and anxieties and create something, some horror movie. I see what you're saying. Make the movie and then do the sequel as a book. <laughs> sure, yeah. Has anyone ever made a movie and then... Wrote a book about and it? And then been like, boy, this would be a really good book. I mean, I know they do like novelizations of movies, but was anyone's goal like, ah, I really want this to be a novel. But I guess it'll start <laughs> as a multi-million dollar movie blockbuster <laughs> it started as a blockbuster okay so we got the photo snapped peak fear uh-huh. love that term peak fear mm-hmm. that's what his movie's called peak fear yeah it's about people who get stranded while they're doing some mountain climbing yeah peak fear <laughs> yes. pretty good something weird's gotta happen whoa <laughs> something weird's gotta happen i mean something now supernatural well, i mean I, I mean now i'm hooked <laughs> Something weird's gonna happen. Yeah, keep going. Oh, <laughs> well, hold on, my calls. <laughs> something supernatural's gotta happen. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Don't let me write your horror movie. <laughs> I clearly, don't respect the genre. No, but but you but you you are right. <laughs> What you said was right. It was just a little <laughs> less specific than it needed to be. Yep. Look, you're on the mountain. Somewhere's got to happen. <laughs> you're you're talking either like uh, someone who shouldn't be helping with that film, or you're the like head of the network. You're like the old pro. Uh-huh. You're someone who's written a hundred <laughs> horror scripts. You're like, yeah, you get it. You're at the mountain. Something weird's got to happen. You know, there's yeah. a talisman. <laughs> We know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Oh, boy. Let's see. Uh, girlfriend found the moment in the gift shop, snapped a photo on her phone, showed it to me, and a buzzing bee's nest in my head descended on her. I don't know what this means, but all I'm picturing is Nick Cage with the bee thing over his head. Yeah. Uh, I think... That's interesting, because I also was picturing that. Yeah. I think that he's saying, like, he's kind of getting crazy on her. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know. Something weird's happening. <laughs> yeah. He's got a bag and bees are in it. Um, we'd been through stuff like this before. I made it very clear that I don't enjoy it and I'm past the point of any sort of humor or levity with it. And here. I don't know what that word means. Levity? Yes. Um, It's just, it's kind of like a lightness, I think. Like you're joking about something. I, I believe that's what levity is. But I've I've recognized recently I couldn't define a single word. (laughs) Like if someone's like, what's a tree? I'd be like, you know, a tree. They go, define it. I'd be like, uh. Bark, branches, and leaves. It's got wood and sticks and leaves. Um, What? Yeah. (laughs) It's got wood and sticks and leaves. Lives in the ground. Um, Mm -hmm. But spends most of its time. In the fresh air. Uh, but it's got roots. But have you and, seen pictures of like roots in trees? Yeah, how they kind of like are the same? Yeah. Yeah, but there are no leaves underground. They leave that for up top. They leave that. Oh. 
All right. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Made it very clear. I don't enjoy this. Past a uh, point of uh, sort of humor or levity. And here, she was with a picture of a trauma I just experienced in my face after she'd snapped it to some of her friends. Oh, she sent it to people. And this again, was traumatic for him. Again, I think, I don't know. I think she's taking this lighter because he's doing it. And he probably is making an insane face. And she, I don't know, thinks by making light of it, whatever whatever he said, light and levity or something, that it's helping him not take this so seriously, I think. I yeah. think. Because uh, I don't think she's trying to be cruel to him. No, she might not be trying to be cruel, but it I is. I think she's trying to push him to get over this fear. I don't know if she's doing that. No. No. Why? Well, because, again... Just because she, cause she's taking a picture of him and laughing at him? hmm <laughs> But why? Why does that mean no, she's trying to get... I think she just doesn't take it very seriously. I don't think she's helping him work through trauma. No, I don't think she realizes it's trauma. Like, he says, like, oh, this makes you feel, like, uncomfortable, but he's doing it anyway. So I think she thinks, oh, you know, if... We don't take this so seriously. Mm-hmm. He'll do this more and more and more and get over it more and more and more. Yeah. I mean, he's not happy with this, obviously. She snapped it to some of her friends. Don't get me wrong. I understand the humor in the situation. I understand how it seems like this is an issue of pride and me not wanting to appear like a coward. But I've readily admitted to being a coward in these situations. See? So the problem is not that. Uh And my girlfriend's first reaction to my anger was to argue with me that I didn't have to go on the ride with her and that I have my own free will. Felt pretty lousy after pretty much making the entire trip for her. Yeah, so this is is the, the weird situation that we're in with this is I don't think she is recognizing this as a big thing for him to do. Um, And maybe it's because he's not explaining how big of a thing it is and also maybe it's just he shouldn't be doing this if it's so difficult for him it's um it just reminds me of a situation where you've agreed to do something but you're gonna bitch about it the whole time right and i'm being i'm i'm not being uh fair right now i'm not saying he's bitching about it the whole time but you know what i'm saying yes, like of course you're like uh, agree to go to some dinner or something but the whole time you're like oh, fuck Blah, 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 complaining about getting ready and like, oh, we're gonna go. I don't even know anybody. It's like, look, you agreed to go. Yeah. So at this point, just shut up and go. Yes. Stop making it a whole thing. Yes. But I think this situation is too painful for him. Mm-hmm. It's uh, He's activated peak fear. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a situation that is activating peak fear for you, maybe you just shouldn't be in that situation at all. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I completely agree with you. I think that um, the only way to make that clear is to remove yourself from these peak fear moments and make it very clear to your your girlfriend that you're not the person that she's going to share those moments with. And that's okay. You don't need to share every moment with your significant other, I don't think. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can have... It's why you have friends and family members and things like that that you go do certain things with that you're not 
only you don't have to only do this together yeah. you know and if going to some scary movie or crazy theme park or whatever um isn't doesn't make you feel good then you should remove yourself because if that's something that she loves then you're kind of taking that moment away from her also mm-hmm do you True. know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, really... It's, it's if not it's fun for, for her, you, and it's yeah. not fun for her, and so this, why do it? Yeah, and if this whole thing is really for her, then just let her let her go. Do it. Don't you think? That is for her also. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a, that's a really great point, is that this is just a no-win situation right yeah. now. He's trying to do a good thing, but unfortunately, given how triggering this situation is it doesn't seem to be working out yeah uh let's see i've done the easy part of the advice i've expressed all this to her in an open and honest and non-accusatory way here's the hard part can i be sure we're truly going to move past this are our differences are our different stances on thrill rides okay or irreconcilable (laughs) i think they're okay i think they're okay yeah did i overreact in the end Should I have overreacted more before the ride? Am I the asshole? I'm pretty sure you and your semi-permanent guests could figure it out. (laughs) I think that you're putting yourself in a situation to disappoint and um, to make the experience about yourself and not about her and not in a good way. Don't you think? And I think that it's going to be very difficult to navigate what to do in this situation, I think you need to just remove yourself from these types of situations for yourself. Make it very clear to her why you're doing it. It's not that you don't like want to do things with her. Yeah. Just this thing is too much for you. And again, the actions in your words need to match up. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you're going to need to, you, you, of course, in a relationship, like I was saying a little earlier, you want to make sure that you're not just doing this with things that you don't want to do. Because I think in a relationship, you do a lot of things you don't want to do because the other person does. But if it's something that's really hard for you emotionally, I mean, this seems really, really intense. I think the best thing to do, yeah, just don't let this be a part of of the things that you two enjoy together. Like I get really motion sick, like seasick. I get really, really seasick. So there have been a lot of things that I've wanted to do in my life that have involved the sea. Like when someone's like, we're going out for my birthday. We rented a boat. We're going to drink for five hours or something. Uh, I can't do that. Yeah, It's just something I have to not be a part of, even though I would like to, I would love to be in that situation, hang out with those people, do whatever. I know I can't. So I think it would be tough for me to put myself in this situation and be throwing up the whole time and just laying down. Uh, I think I'm kind of putting a damper on it. And I think that's what's happening here because you going on these rides is so intense. Something to think about, I guess, would be... um, when you talk about your PTSD and you talk about your fear, you might want to try to get to the bottom of that. I know that's a kind of a huge thing to figure out, but I don't know. You may want to talk to someone and start to get to the bottom of where 
some of this irrational spiraling of fears comes from. It might help you. I don't know. You also might unearth some pretty horrible memories. So I don't know. I don't really know how that works. I've never unearthed horrible memories like that. (laughs) But, um, you know, being afraid is a horrible feeling. Yeah, of course. And um, to be afraid in moments that you're really not in danger is really traumatic. And you're probably putting yourself through a lot of anxiety and panic um, over things that are pretty small. Um, But yes, I think you should probably work on those things, but I don't think you probably will work on those things with just exposure. Oh yeah. Because obviously you're exposing yourself to a lot of these things and it's not like it's getting less and less and less. It's getting, you know, every time it's really bad. I don't know if it's getting worse. I can't really tell if it's getting worse or not, but it doesn't seem to be getting better. So there's something else there than just, do you know what I mean? Just like exposure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, to the questions like, should he have overreacted more? Kind of. Yeah. Just maybe don't go there in general. Am I the asshole? No one. I don't think anyone's being an asshole. You're trying to do something that you know your girlfriend would like. I think she can't recognize how difficult this is for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You definitely don't want to be the boyfriend that's like, I don't want to do anything except what I want to do. But also, I think it's a good idea for you to be like, yeah, I'm not theme park dude. Yeah. That's just not going to be my thing. And just the way that you were talking about that you can't be on the sea, I know that. When we go on vacations together, I'm not booking sailing trips every day. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything on a boat for the two of us. Um, we do other activities and we have an amazing time. Land-based activities. Land-based things. Freshwater things. I could do something on peak fear. Like what? Like on the mountain. Oh, right, right, right. On peak fear. Oh, on peak fear. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm not afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> throw an ocean next to that. Well, I don't even know what you do. I mean, oceans are already at sea level. By definition, they're low. <laughs> so I don't know how you get a high up ocean. But I'll tell you what. It would, be a, it would be a disaster. Oh, yeah. It, it would not be good for me to be washed away in a, like, a hurricane or tsunami situation. Because not only would I be dealing with the wind and the rain and, you know. The, what, like they say, it's not how fast the wind is blown. It's what. The wind is blowing, <laughs> which is dangerous. But for me, also, I'd probably get seasick. So it's just another thing. Uh, what the sea is blowing. What the sea is blowing. Uh, anything else? No. Um, I think this person is being really hard on themselves. And mm-hmm. I think they should just trust themselves, trust what they know they can handle, communicate that and and stick to it and do other things that you know that she's gonna love because this cannot be the only thing that she likes i'm sure she likes thrill seeking things but i'm sure there are a ton of things she's not a one-dimensional person and you can enjoy those things with her like all the other things she likes and you guys are going to be just fine and i don't think that this is a deal breaker yeah i don't think so either 
Goodbye, everybody. Bye.